Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience continue in some well-doing seat, no nope. glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. Uh, Great Luke, yes. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge count? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Nope. Do we have grace? Yep. Continue in sin? Nope. I'ma ask you again. Yep. Should we continue in sin?
Where do you get outside? You got to choose one. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. You're going to learn today. All right, all right, all right. Shalom, 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 shalom. Shalom and good morning. Baruch in the, in, in the Paleo Hebrew. Shalom, Israel, to the 12 tribes worldwide. Greetings, greetings, greetings. What's going on? Yahweh Bahasham, Yahweh Shai Barak Thumb. To all the families of the Israelites scattered throughout the four corners of the earth and to the brothers and sisters of the Israelites. Here in the Western Hemisphere, to the so-called Negroes, West Indians, Puerto Ricans, Haitians, Dominicans, Cubans, North American Indians, similar Indians, Argentinians, Chileans, Brazilians, Colombians, Panamanians, and so-called Mexicans, those people of so-called Native, um, Hispanic, and uh, Black descent, Shalom. You are actually members, descendants, ancestors of the 12 lost tribes of the nation of Israel. Shalom. You, you, you reached the ISBHPK um, sponsored Bible talk. ISBHPK is, is, is a network of schools um, called the Israelite Schools of Biblical History and Practical Knowledge with school locations in San Antonio, Texas, uh, located at 4444 Walsham, uh, under, under the, uh, the tutelage of the brother of Wanda Iyer. And also the brother Shamshuan and the brother Dawiyad, you know, I'll get down here in, in San Antonio. We have school locations in Houston, Texas, being held down by the brothers, excellent brothers, uh, doing an excellent job out there of, of mentoring, uh, of raising up and, and dealing with the families and, and helping to raise up Israel in a, in a, in a, in a proper way um, and raising up bishops and deacons under the brother Kwakazat and the brother Alav uh, Korab. Lachwarab, I'm sorry, Lachwarab, um, and all the brothers and sisters and families out there doing a great job there in Houston. Um, also, uh, without saying, um, uh, the brother Kizakia and the brother um, Ariad doing an excellent job out there in, in Norfolk, Virginia. Um, again, raising up the saints of Israel. And then the, and the brother, the young brother who's coming in, and just, it's a dynamic, um, charismatic, um, very intellectual very, very wise uh, brother, uh, the brother Zion Howard, uh, holding things down there in, in Rochester, New York, doing an excellent job. Um, the, the, the faith of these brothers, the faith of these families, uh, the love that, these, that they have. When, in St. John chapter 13, verse 35, when it says, by this uh, all may know you are my disciples when they see the love you have one for another. To look at how, the, how, how these families and brothers operate, it, it, it really is refreshing. It's, it's inspiring. Um, uh, and how they get down and, and what they do and, and the level of, of, of dedication they have for the Most High in Christ and trying to really teach true righteousness and really trying to bring, bring the righteousness of the Bible um, and relate it back to us as Hebrew Israelites uh, as we prepare for the return of uh, our Lord and Savior, um, the last Savior uh, that's going to be needed for the nation of Israel the world calls Jesus Christ, who we, we say in, 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 the, in, in our dialect in Hebrew, uh, Yahweh Shai. Um, 
again, uh, they're doing an excellent job. Uh, we have a website that, that is established at isbhpk.com. That's isbhpk.com. Uh, we have which has links to Chosen Creations, uh, Sweet Ambiance, and also Israelware, which are several businesses that 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 are being ran uh, uh, almost like Fubu for us by us. Um, uh, uh, to help uh, uh, employ uh, Hebrew Israelites from uh, brothers, sisters, um, uh, young men. Uh, again, Chosen Creations, uh, Sweet Ambiance, and Israelware. Um, we also have, have, have um, uh, here in San Antonio, uh, Eastern Fragrances, uh, uh, located at uh, Rolling Oaks Mall, uh, as well as they have a, a movie coming here in San Antonio. Um, they really even moved. Uh, they have a movie coming uh, established, and you can reach them again at Willing Goes Mall. A job just trying to keep this word out. But here at isbhbk.com, uh, we invite you to please uh, check out the website, uh, especially as we prepare for the upcoming Passover. Right? Especially as we prepare for the upcoming Passover, which we'll be observing. Um, April 9th, right? April 9th, uh, starting at 4.30 p.m. Uh, through 11, 11 o'clock p.m. Uh, in, in uh, Newport News, uh, Virginia, this year. This year at the, if I'm saying this right, I might not be saying this right. It's, I believe it's the Dochiki, D-O-C-H-I-K-I, the Dochiki Club, located at 2705. Uh, Chestnut Avenue, Newport News, Virginia, uh, zip code 23607. Uh, you want to go ahead and make your reservations now. If you go to the to the website, uh, isbhbk.com, uh, click on, on, on the link there they have for the, for the RSVP for the Passover um, celebration that's going to be in Norfolk this year. Uh, go and click and, and let it be known that you will be making it. Um, make, make those reservations so you can get the, the numbers of who, how, how many you prepare for. I also want to get your reservations for your um, uh, uh, airline tickets, train, uh, train tickets, um, uh, travel travel plans, I'll say like that. And also if you want to uh, uh, try and get an Airbnb or whatever uh, to, to observe the Passover. Uh, and, uh, this year in Newport News, Virginia, uh, April 9th, starting at 4.30 p.m. All right. Um, and... More so, uh, they've been asking to promote this more and more. So let, let me let me pull this up a little bit. Uh, the link at isbhpk.com for Chosen Creations. Um, Chosen Creations, brothers and sisters, is wow. How do I describe this? Um, if you need any any uh, any 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 metal, any wood, any leather, any glass uh, engraved. If you would like to have like like like, like a, a family shield, a family crest, um, or, or this Hebrew Israelite decoration, or or whatever you can think of that you want engraved in, in metal, wood, glass, leather, or what have you, um, as as a plaque or something for the house, um, uh, something detailed for your car, uh, or, or some personal jewelry. You want to check out Chosen Creations um, at the recent at the recent um, uh, Hebrew Summit. 
I was able to actually see them making the actual ornaments and jewelry to where, like, if you have uh, uh, from, from bracelets to charms to uh, engraved, the, the Ten Commandments engraved in metal, uh, different types of metal, from brass to silver to, to, to gold, uh, uh, brass uh, 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 finishes or whatever, and they can actually engrave the actual Ten Commandments uh, in the Paleo-Hebrew, in, in ancient Hebrew, um, on, on metal. And uh, you can have this uh, as an ornament in, in your house. Um, if, if you, like I, I must, myself, and I thank you to the brother Kazakia, um, I got an ephod made. Um, you know, the ephod represents the, the, it's the, the birthstones of the 12 tribes of Israel that the high priest wore, that Aaron the high priest wore uh, on, on, his, on his chest uh, when, he, when he was officiating and doing the actual uh, office of the high priest of Israel. Um, and it's called the ephod. You can read about that in, in Exodus chapter 23, if I, if I have the chapter correct. Um, that has the 12 tribes on it. Uh, and he's got my, he, he, the 12 tribes, the, the ephod on the front, he's got the 12, uh, the 12 st- uh, stones of the tribes. And then on the back, he's able to put a menorah uh, with my name in the ancient Hebrew. Uh, it, 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 it's fabulous. It's fabulous. Uh, they, they can get this done for you. Uh, if you. If you think about it and you want something, they can definitely get it done. Um, it's, it's amazing. The work they're doing, uh, and the website is. I'm, I'm reading. I'm reading here. They, they just sent it to me. The actual website, the direct website to get to them is www.etsy. Uh, Etsy. www.etsy.com um, slash shop slash chosen creations. Uh, ChosenCreations.com, uh, all right? Uh, ChosenCreations.com, uh, S-C shop items by ChosenCreations.com, um, uh, all right? Go and check it out. Man, let me pull this up. Let me go ahead and pull this up. It's Etsy, E-T-S-Y, Etsy. Let me show you this, this here on my computer. It's my first time doing it, y'all. And I should be a little bit more prepared. I do apologize. Uh, I'm just going to do a Google search for Etsy Children's Creations, see if it comes up. Um, yes, Children's Creation Store, Etsy. It's the first thing that comes up. It's the first thing that comes up. Um, I'm clicking on it. Let me do it like this, y'all. This, this ain't coming up. Hold up. This ain't coming up. This, this has a broken link. Let me do it like this. Let me do it like this. I, I, want, I want to share this. I definitely want to share this. Um, let me get a few minutes, y'all. I, I'm, I'm going to do this proper. I want to do this proper. Let, 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 give me just a few minutes. Let me, let me get this here. Um, real quick, real quick.
right, I got it. I got it, y'all. I got it. Yeah. Um, if you go to uh, uh, ETSY Etsy, uh, ChosenCreations.com. Now you gotta go uh, uh, put Etsy ETSY um, ChosenCreations.com. All right, and it, it'll bring you to, uh, to, to the site. And while I'm looking at some of this, and it, this is simply amazing. Um, they have a children's corner. They have jewelry and and and, and, and ornaments for, for for children. They have the Israelite Nation. They have wooden signs. Uh, this is wow. Um, they have they have uh, uh, silver bracelets, uh, very masculine silver bracelets uh, for the royal priesthood. That's got the actual uh, Ten Commandments on a bracelet uh, in the ancient Hebrew. That is wow. That is amazing. That is amazing. Um, they have custom-made um, standards for the for the Ten Commandments in wood. Look look at this. Let me pull this up. Wow. It's the Hebrew alphabet. In, in, I, I don't even know how, how to say it to y'all. It's the ancient Hebrew alphabet on a wooden plaque with uh, um, the ancient Hebrew letters, the, the 22 ancient Hebrew letters. Um, uh, uh, they're engraved. It's like the metal has been cut out and it's, in, and, and, and it's on top of this beautiful wood piece, this beautiful wood plank. Wow, that is beautiful. I, we need that. I, oh, wow. Um, wow. Let, let me... Uh, I, I'm blown away. Uh, forgive me, brothers and sisters. I, I, I should have been more prepared. <laughs> I should have already had this stuff looked up, so I wouldn't be blown away. I, I should have known better. The work that, the, that, that, that these guys are doing is, is simply amazing. Uh, I got to share this. As, you, as y'all know, um, and, I, and, and, and in my announcement, in, introductions, you know, uh, the brother bought a bride, myself, uh, his family, um, uh, they have a store, also one goes small, called uh, EO Pure Therapy. And there you can you can purchase. Uh, come on now, uh, they, you can purchase um, uh, uh, custom made soaps, uh, uh, herb. It's a holistic store. Uh, herbs, um, uh, homemade soaps, fragrances. Um, uh, how do I say it? Uh, Fragrances for the body, for the for the home, for the for for, for the mind. Um, a, a holistic section uh, for if you try to get your health together, um, from herbs to sea mosses to uh, to different type of teas or what have you. Um, they have uh, uh, lip balms, and all these are custom made, y'all. All these are handmade, custom made um, lip balms and hair pomades. Um, again, custom made soaps, uh, fragrances. Um, all there at the store, uh, EO Pure Therapy, which is located on the, in the JCPenney Wing uh, at Bowling Oaks Mall here in San Antonio, Texas, uh, down on the first floor. But they've also opened up um, uh, a Hebrew Israelite event center, uh, which is on the Sears Wing of Bowling Oaks Mall upstairs, right next to where, where, uh, where Sears used to be at. Um, they have a Hebrew Israelite event center uh, where uh, we'll be uh, holding uh, Hebrew classes and history classes on Tuesdays and Sundays um, there uh, at the mall. Uh, anybody's welcome to come, come, come and learn. Uh, come one, come all. Um, 
come check it out. We, uh, we, we have this going on. All right? We have, we have this, this type of you know, production going on. And I'm looking at this, 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 this artwork, and oh, my God. This, this, it's the Hebrew alphabet. It's the Hebrew alphabet. Um, I got to show this. I'm sorry. My apologies, y'all. My apologies. I'm I'm sounding very unprofessional and everything. But when you get a chance, again, check out um, uh, 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 ETSY Chosen Creations Com. All right, ETSY Chosen Creations Com. Chosen Creations, one word. Chosen Creations Com. All that one one word. It's impressive. Uh, It's impressive. Wow. They really are doing again the 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 jewelry, the bracelets, the rings. It 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 it's something else. It's something else. The artwork is 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 truly amazing. All right, cool. So I got that out out the way. Uh, please please check it out. Oh man, this threw me off. This threw me. This this threw me. This 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 took me for a loop right here. They have really done a great job with this. They have really done an excellent job with this right here. I, I didn't realize, uh, and I feel, I feel, I feel, I feel like I've, I've cheated y'all and myself by not, not by not looking into this more. I see, I see what they brought to the uh, the Hebrew summit, and some things they're actually making. They're at the summit, but to actually go on the on the website there and see and see what they get going on, amazing, uh, amazing. Um, if you want to represent Israel, you want to rep- you want to represent yourself as a Hebrew Israelite, um, and getting back into um, uh, uh, the, the culture, the Hebrew Israelite culture. Please check out check out the website. Um, as far as decorations for the house, um, that you want to go there. You definitely want to go to ornaments, or whatever for the house. You want to check that out, and even for yourself, the the, the jewelry that can, can be purchased or, or gotten for 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 yourself or a loved one or what have you. You want to go check it out, and then. On isbhbk.com, I know I'm jumping y'all, but on isbhbk.com, 
They also have a link to Israel Wear, to where you can get your custom-made um, uh, uh, clothing, uh, men, women, and children, uh, to get back into the, 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 the Hebrew-Israelite um, um, mindset, fashion. Uh, not forgetting Isaiah chapter 52 and verse 1, which says, Awake, awake, put on that beautiful garments, O Zion, that if you want to get back into the, the culture, you want to get back into, into being, uh, uh, dressing and being more righteous, um, please check out, check out Israel Wear. Go to isbhbk.com and check out Israel Wear. Um, on Facebook, there's a link on Facebook for a lot of people who might be uh, Facebook uh, uh, friendly or what have you. There's, uh, you can reach Israel Wear through Facebook. It's Israel Wear. Just like what you hear is what, is what it is, and you get a link to, uh, to, to what they got going on. And you can see some of the fashion they have. Again, men, women, and children, um, uh, from, from dressed casual garments to, to I mean, formal garments. Uh, he, formal Hebrew is like garments. Uh, you, you can check it out. For men, women, and children, uh, you can be accommodated. Wow. Okay. With all that now being said and, and getting that out the way, um, but this is, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a, a, a series uh, uh, on biblical salvation. Um, and in, in the series, we're taking a look at what salvation is from a biblical, historical biblical point of view, right? Um, the scripture that we're referencing off, off of is 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15, which tells us, uh, it says, and that, from a, uh, and that from a child, thou hast known the holy scriptures, which are able to make thee wiser to salvation um, and give thee faith in uh, Jesus Christ. Let me, let, me, let me pull it up. So I don't have to paraphrase it. Plus, it'll give me a chance to slow my mind down a little bit so I can make sure this is trying to come out as clear as possible. All right, we're going to 2 Timothy chapter 3 and verse 15. Uh, and it reads, 2 Timothy chapter 3, verse 15. And that from a child, Thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. From what this instruction is giving us right here, what this is telling us right here is that if we don't understand the Old Testament or the Holy Scriptures, remember, when Paul wrote this letter to Timothy, the, the only scriptures they had was what we call the Old Testament and the Apocrypha, right? That's all that, 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 that's the only scripture there was. There was no New Testament. But all these letters, Paul was actually literally writing letters to, uh, to the uh, brothers and sisters uh, at Rome, to the Hebrews, uh, to the brothers and sisters, uh, the families, the saints at Thessalonians, uh, to the saints at Ephesus, to the saints at Philippi, Corinth. Um, we have the, letter of, the letters of Paul. We have the letters of James, the letters of Philemon, uh, the letters of, of John, 1 John, 2 John, 3 John. Um, uh, James, Jude. We have the, all these were letters that got compiled into what we know now today as the New Testament. But the Holy Scriptures that they that they had access to is what today we would call the Old Testament and the Apocrypha. If we don't understand, if we don't really take a look at this and what this scripture is saying in Second Timothy chapter two verse fifteen, what it's saying. If we don't understand that the Bible is a history book, that the Bible, as well as being a book of wisdom knowledge and understanding, that the Bible is also a history book, that it records the history of the Israelites. And it records the history of the, of the earth and the history of the Israelites. And the Bible contains prophecies 
as well as the history concerning the people, the descendants of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob, the 12 tribes of the nation of Israel. If we don't really grasp that concept, then our ideas about what salvation is, which has been presented to us from the Protestant Catholic religion, or even from Islamic, Islam, or what have you, it's going to be convoluted. And once it's convoluted, it's going to be confused. It's not going to be correct. That if, as for what has been, has been enforced from the colonizing of the Americas um, and the spread of, of, of false Christianity throughout the, throughout the earth of what salvation is, if we don't understand and, 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 and consider and look that the concept of salvation didn't start just with the, the, the writing of the New Testament, that salvation has been in the Old Testament. And it's been, it's been involved in the history of the Hebrew Israelites from when the Hebrew Israelites were first saved out of Egypt by, from God by using his messenger, Moses, by using the prophet Moses and Aaron. That if we don't really start to get uh, and, and have our foundation established from that point right there, then what we're building is uh, using the parable that Christ gave, then what you're building your salvation on but from just starting from just the New Testament, then your salvation is, is, is going to be on sand. I'm not saying that the words of Christ is sand or, or weak, but you're not going to really understand what Christ was talking about or what salvation is. So we've been doing this study, and it's probably going about two months now, probably going about two months that we've been really, really trying to investigate through the scriptures, through the Holy Scriptures, so we can be wise about salvation and that our faith can really be established in Christ Jesus that we can really understand what it means to have faith in Christ Jesus, especially when it concerns salvation. That if we don't, and, and I can only reiterate that so many times and keep, keep coming back to that point. If we don't look at salvation in the Old Testament, if we don't study the Old Testament and see what took place with the Israelites, that the Israelites repeatedly needed salvation, repeatedly, and what they needed salvation from, that when we look into the, the Old Testament, we can see that from Nehemiah to the 9, verse 27, the Lord God sent many saviors to the Israelites. He sent many saviors to the Israelites because the Israelites repeatedly went into captivity because of their sins, their transgressions, and in their mingling with the other nations and accepting and practicing their cultures and worshiping the gods of the other nations. And because of those sins, committed by the Israelites, the Israelites repeatedly were put in captivity. While in captivity, just giving a, a, a synopsis, a, a, a quick snapshot, while in those captivities, the Israelites would always repent. We would always repent. While, while we were still in the land of Israel and still being subject to being captives and, and, and bondage and oppressed by the other nations, while still in the land of Israel, uh, we would come together and we would repent. And we would confess our sins to God, to the, to the Most High. We would confess our sins, and then we would, we would pray for the Father to forgive us and to send the Savior or a Deliverer. And when you start reading from the book of Judges and come forward from the book of Judges, uh, you'll see that th this routine and this cycle was repeated among the Israelites many, 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 many different times. Okay. Um, and that's pretty much a, a synopsis of what we've been going over 
in this series. Um, right now, the, and, and what we, we want to continue with, uh, uh, with today is so far we've, we've, we've examined how the Israelites have been in captivities while still in the land of Israel. But we're going to be moving, moving forward now and see that because of the repeated sins and transgressions and repeated of the Israelites repeatedly breaking the covenant that God established with them from Mount Sinai um, and repeatedly uh, uh, worshiping the gods of other nations, repeatedly um, going in captivities, that the Lord God is going to now step up the consequences and the punishment that he's going to levy to the Israelites because of our transgressions. Because the Israelites keep breaking the laws of God, the Israelites. Okay, so yesterday we uh, we were in Jeremiah chapter seven verse twenty-five. I'm gonna read that. I'm gonna read that again. Jeremiah chapter seven verse twenty-five, and it says, "Just the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt, unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising and up early, and and sending them." And we went through a lot of scriptures yesterday. And showing how many different prophets, many different, um, uh, uh, many different prophets, had warned the Israelites that we would be going into captivity, warned the Israelites to, to stop doing the negative, the evil um, that we were doing by following the other nations, by trying to be like the other nations, and rejecting God, and accepting and, and worshiping and following and serving the gods of other nations, and the ways and the cultures of other nations that we would be going in captivity, that God was going to step up his punishment towards us. That he, yeah, he kept saving us. He kept redeeming us. He kept forgiving us. He kept extending uh, mercy. He kept extending grace. And we kept, kept taking advantage of the Israelites. We kept taking advantage of, 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 of that, of God's mercy. And we, we, we kept sinning. The Israelites kept sinning. And not because the laws of God are too hard, because we... The Israelites really did not love God. Um, when we read St. John chapter 14, verse 15, um, it's recorded by, that Christ did say, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments. And that's the sentiment of God also, that if we really love God, we'll keep his commandments. And when we come back and read 1 John chapter, uh, 1 John, let me pull the scripture up. My mind's slipping a little bit. Uh, I think it's 5 and 3, but I just want to make sure. Let me do this here, y'all. Let me pull this up. Yeah, I had to forgive me because I'm, I'm, I'm starting to, as coming from the summit and, and being around brothers like uh, uh, the, the House of David, uh, the Mashra Yashala, the brothers Zaquan, the brother Kahan, the brother Mataftawa, being around some guerrilla Hebrew. Um, uh, Hashar, uh, some great teachers and, and, and eloquent teachers and eloquent men um, that these brothers can, are, are some, some of the most inspiring teachers and, and men that I've ever met. Brother Karash, uh, Barak, Benyamin, Ash, Kazakia, Maharaka up there in, in St. Louis, that these men are some great speakers, and now I'm finding myself um, in, in trying to be, not sound so 
so so I guess juvenile. <laughs> uh, uh, and and when I think about how, how these men speak and how these men to, uh, motivate, how these men uh, get things done, that I'm getting a little nervous in, in how I'm sounding, which has caused me to stumble over my words more and and do the ums and the huh and the and the and the pauses. So I'm I'm trying to relax, y'all. I'm trying trying to get my mind back together. I know I can teach. I know I, I can I can say it, but just being around some of these great men um, that are definitely prophets, being around some of these, these great men and and and, and families, uh, it's got me going. It, 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 it's trying to take my mind there. So, and now my computer wants to mess up. It wants it wants to lag behind. Uh, Not grievous. Not grievous. Uh. You ever notice that when you're trying to brush? That's when things get mess, more messed up. You're trying to trying to rush because you're thinking about time and everything. Right, First John chapter five verse three, everybody. First John chapter five and verse three. There's a scripture I was looking for, and this is what it says. Um, for this is the love of God, that we keep his commandments, and his commandments are not grievous. So if we're going to show God love, it, it can't be in word and in tongue, but it's got to be in deed and in truth. It's got to be in our actions and in our spirit that we actually love God by obeying God, by following God, by keeping his commandments. That is not grievous. If you love, if there's, if you love something, it's, you know, it's like, it's like what, what people say about a job. Is if you love what you're doing, you never work a day in your life. If you love what you're doing, you'll never work a day in your life. It's not work because it's something that you love to do. Um, so if we really love God, then, then keeping His commandments is not going to be grievous. It's not going to be hard. It's not going to be too much. It's not going to be um, well. That was Old Testament days. That was that was biblical times. That was from back then. We're living in the year now, 2023, and now things have changed and different. And it's just too hard to try and live that way. It's just too hard to uh, uh, keep all His commandments. And that's a lie. That's a, that's that's a straight up lie. If we love God, we'll keep His commandments. And that's how God recognizes that we love Him. Not from all the singing that we do. Not from all the, the, the praying that we do, not from the falling out uh, 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 and condition fits that, 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 that we partake in. We show God we love him when we keep his commandments. And if we have that love, then his commandments are not grievous. To do what he says ain't going to be hard. It only becomes hard is I, I don't want to do that. If it's, uh, you know, something simple, one of the, 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 a real simple commandment of God, don't eat pork, uh, Leviticus 11, verse 8. Don't eat swine. Don't eat it. 
the only reason that would be grievous to a person is that they really love pork. They really love the pepperoni. They really love the 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 the, the bologna, the, the 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 pork bacon, the uh, um, pork products. And the only reason that that commandment would be hard to keep is if you really just love pork when you love God. And, and uh, that's why, you know, what, what the open music I start with says everybody's got choices. It's a choice. I either choose to love, love God and keep his commandments, or I choose to love me and keep my own ways. Remember, um, one of the problems uh, we were told in, in, first, in first Timothy, also chapter 3, verse 1, is that in the last days, there should be perilous times, and that lovers, people will be lovers of pleasures more than lovers of God. That I, a person loves the things that please them more than they love God. But if you love God, then whatever sacrifices we got to make for God is not going to be hard because it's for God. That if I got to let go of this and let, put this down and not deal with this to show God I love him, then I, that shouldn't be hard. Then that's what I'm going to do. That, that, that's what should be done. So this was the, the pattern that the Israelites um, uh that we kept that we kept messing up on, right? That that we kept, that Israelites did keep messing up on. So, the last week we had yesterday was Ezekiel chapter two and verse three. Let me pull this back up also. All right, Jeremiah chapter ten verse twenty five, and this is what it reads, y'all. This is what it says. Um. Since the day that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt unto this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. And this, this is the class we was going over yesterday. And the scripture that we stopped with was Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 3. All right, so just picking up from there. Ezekiel chapter 2, verse 3, it says this. And he said unto me, Son of man, I send thee to the children of Israel, to a rebellious nation, they have rebelled against, against me. They and their fathers have transgressed against me, even unto this very day. So what the Lord is telling even Ezekiel, we record here that the history of the Israelites, even, I mean, from when we came out of Egypt, um, we weren't even, uh, for, for when Moses went up on, on Mount Sinai uh, to, get the, uh, to get the commandments, that for those 40 days and 40 nights that Moses was gone, we had already uh, went and made a, gold, a, a molten calf and was already, um, for lack of a better word, tripping. We was already, um, uh, for all the, 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 the plagues that, that the Most High had sent against the Egyptians to free us, uh, to show his power, that within that 40 days of, uh, of Moses being on, on Mount Sinai, we was already worshiping another God, already built the golden calf. It was like, this, this who saved us. This, this thing that we put together, this thing that we made, is what saved us, not not the Lord God, and, and we want to attribute that our salvation, our freedom that God was specific in doing to free us from the Egyptians, that we want to attribute it to something else. That uh, hell, we get to the to even leaving Egypt, uh, and from leaving Egypt and getting to the Red Sea, that was a three day journey. When you actually, when you go back and do the, do the math, it was a three day journey, and in that three days, we was already uh, uh, wanting to kill Moses. I say it was better for us to stay in Egypt and, and be slaves than come out here now and we're going to be killed at the Red Sea that, that we should never have trusted. We should never have put our faith and trust in this. 
we should have stayed in Egypt well, in, in the routine, in the ways that we know about Egypt. Well, we're out here now, don't know what, what's going to happen to us, and, and, and we wanted to put Moses to death. That was three days from leaving Egypt before we got to the Red Sea. So we, we, the Israelites have not, have not showed a history of being faithful to the Lord God. We're not showing the history of, keep, of keeping our part of the covenant that God established with us, that we would be his people and he would be our God. There, there were intervals where, where we did keep the commandments. There were intervals where, as a nation, we were keeping commandments, we were being righteous, we were doing right. That was right in the eyes of God. But there's so many other times that we did not do right in the eyes of God. We were doing evil in the eyes of God. We were sinning in the eyes of God, and God put us in captivity. Okay. Um, now let's go to Ezekiel uh, chapter 20. Yeah, this is going to be a good one. Let's go to Ezekiel chapter 20. And Matthew, we'll start at verse 5. Now, Ezekiel chapter 20, we're going to start at verse 5. Uh, again, and this is uh, just going over. Let me see. I'm going to start at the top here. We're going to start at verse 1, y'all. Ezekiel, uh, Ezekiel chapter 20, we're going to start at verse 1. Again, and what we're doing is we're just going over the history about the Israelites. I know we're dealing with the topic of salvation, but right now we're dealing with uh, the consequences of Israel's continued rebellion, the consequences of Israel, the Israelites continued um, uh, sinning against God, right? That we have established this history. We really have established this history with God. And God has, has put in captivity many times, and God has saved the Israelites many times. So here in uh, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 1, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 1, and it came to pass in the seventh year, in the fifth month of the tenth day of the month, that certain of the elders of Israel came to inquire of the Lord and sat before me. Then came the word of the Lord unto me, saying, Son of man, speak unto the elders of Israel, and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, Are ye come to inquire of me? As I live, saith the Lord God, I will not be inquired of by you. That at this time, I mean, again, we, we, we've been, We've been provoking the Lord God so much and, and making him angry so much that um, uh, our leaders, our kings, the, the whole nation, that now God is like, like it has gotten to this point now that he's saying, why are y'all even coming to even try to talk to me? Why are y'all even trying to inquire of me? We have repeatedly shown this history that we don't want to, to follow God. We don't love God. And now all of a sudden, now y'all are coming. Now that I put y'all in, in captivity and, 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 and been doing this, these things to y'all, now all of a sudden y'all want to come and not want to talk. And God is saying, I, I, I'm ignoring you right now during this time of Ezekiel. All right? Verse 4. It says, without judge, um, without judge them, son of man, without judge them, cause them to know the abominations of their fathers. So this is what the Lord said now to Ezekiel. Look, they're telling I'm not going, I ain't going to talk to them. This is what the Lord is saying to Ezekiel. I'm not going to talk to them. If they want to ask you, cool, but show them this. Show them what they, the, the abominations of their father. Show them that all the things that God finds disgusting that we've been doing. Tell them that. Verse 5. Uh, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 5. And say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, In the day when I chose Israel, 
and lifted up my hand unto the seed of the house of Jacob, and made myself known unto them in the land of Egypt, when I lifted up mine hand unto them, saying, I am the Lord your God. There's so much in, in, in history in this right here. But yes, the Lord God, the Israelites are the chosen people of God. We can't get around that, brothers and sisters. That we, we can't ignore that. We can't get around that. The Israelites are the, are the chosen seed of God, being, being the seed of Abraham, of Isaac, and of Jacob. God making a promise to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob that the Israelites were going to be his people. And the Israelites are his people. Okay? So he said, from the day that I made myself known unto the Israelites, unto the house of Jacob, while they were in captivity in Egypt, I said to them, I am the Lord your God. Verse 6. In the day that I lifted up my... Let me slow down. In the day that I lifted up my hand unto them to bring them forth of the land of Egypt into a land that I had espied for them, flowing with milk and honey, which is, is the glory of all lands. That the Lord is saying, I'd already picked out, when they were in Egypt, I already picked, up, picked out the chosen land for them, which was the promised land, was the glory, is the, is the creme de la creme, it's the best, the most fertile, it's the top resource, resourceful land on the planet Earth. I already had this picked out special for the house of Israel, for, 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 for the 12 tribes of Israel. I'd already spied it out. I already had it reserved for y'all. Verse 7. Then said I unto them, Cast ye away every man the abominations of his eyes, and defile not yourselves with the idols of Egypt. I am the Lord your God. That everything that the Egyptians do that, that is disgusting in the eyes of God, leave it alone. Leave it there. Their food, their culture, their, 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 their morals is an abomination in the eyes of God. Leave it there. That, 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 let it go. I am the Lord your God. Follow my culture. Follow what I'm giving you. Follow my, my, my civil laws. Follow my calendar. Follow my high holidays. Follow my, my, uh, the way that I want to be worshipped. Whereas the Egyptians were slaying their children, I don't want y'all doing that. Come and follow me. I love you. I've chosen you. Come and do things my way now. And when they do so, you got to let go of, of the things that you learned in Egypt from the Egyptians. Verse 8. But they rebelled against me and would not hearken unto me. They did not every man cast away the abominations of their eyes. Are we listening to what's being said? Verse Ezekiel 20, verse 8. But they rebelled against me and would not hearken unto me. They did not every man, every man cast away the abominations of their eyes. Neither did they forsake the idols of Egypt. Then I said, I will pour out my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them in the midst of the land of Egypt. This was going, he was ready to get us while we were in Egypt. While we were in Egypt, and Moses came and let us know that the Lord God is ready to, to, to deliver us. He's ready to save us. And if you go back and, 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 and we, we have archive, we have shows that we, we, we've covered on this. Now remember, each of the plagues that God brought against the Egyptians, those were the gods. That, that was God specifically attacking the gods in the power structure of the Egyptians. Now, for what the Egyptians 
attributed to their gods from their technology, from the Egyptian technology, the, the Egyptian um, uh, religion, that God was attacking each one of those, those plagues, and that's why those plagues were specific to the Egyptians, to show that, no, the Egyptians are not the superpower, that their gods are not stronger or more powerful than the Most High, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. That he did all that, and while doing all that, we still wanted to hold on to what the Egyptians' culture. We still wanted to hold on to the Egyptian gods and their, their routines and their morals and their way of doing things. While God was even destroying and showing that, those, that he was more powerful than them. Verse 9. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 9. But I write for my name's sake that I should not be polluted before the heathen among whom they were, in whose sight I made myself known unto them in bringing them forth out of the land of Egypt. So, guys, I can't pollute my name. I said that, that these are my people. The Israelites are, are my people. The 12 tribes are my people. I will be their God. They're going to be my people. If I destroy them, then what's that going to say about my name? I'm the most high now. I can't control them. I can't deal with them. I can't have that. He said, no. I'm going, I, I, I destroyed the Egyptians, and I'm, they're going to be my people. They're going to get things right. They're going to get it right. Verse 10. Wherefore, I caused them to go forth out of the land of Egypt and brought them into the wilderness. Verse 11. And I gave them my statutes and showed them my judgments, which if a man do, he shall even live in them. Verse 12. Moreover, also, I gave them my Sabbaths to be a sign between me and them, that they might know that I am the Lord that sanctify them. But the house of Israel rebelled against me in the wilderness. And that 40 years that we, we rebelled against God, even at that time, they walked not in my statutes, and they despised my judgments, which if a man do, he shall even live in them. That God's judgments must become our life. This is how, how we now live. That it becomes, that, that, that it, it, this becomes our culture. Not a fad. Not something temporary, but this actually becomes that we, we start to judge things the same way God judges things. That our lives are now, we judge our lives the way God judges things. What God finds an abomination and disgusting, we're supposed to find it just as, as, as disgusting and, and, and abominable as he does. Again, um, Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 13, which if a man do, I'm in the middle of the verse, which if a man do, he shall even live in them. And my Sabbaths, they greatly polluted. Then I said, I will pour out my fury upon them in the wilderness to consume them. But I wrought, verse 14, but I wrought for my name's sake that it should not be polluted before the heathen in whom sight I brought them out. This is hard, y'all. This, this is hard. We're going to read Ezekiel 25 uh, through 32, right, through the end. Um, verse 15. Yet also I lifted up mine hand unto them in the wilderness, that I would not bring them into the, into the land which I had given them, flowing with milk and honey, which is the glory of all lands. You see how he keeps, keeps repeating how special the promised land is? 
It's the glory. It's the epitome. It's the top of all lands as far as resources, as far as everything. That here God made, he swore to himself, but raising his hand, he swore to himself that that wicked generation was not going to make it to the promised land. Their children was going to make it, but not that wicked generation of just wanting to rebel against God. Verse 16, because they despised my judgments and walked not in my statutes, but, 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 but polluted my Sabbaths, where their heart went after their idols. Nevertheless, mine eyes spared them from destroying them. Neither did I make an end of them in the wilderness. Again, if we can, I hope I'm able to paint this picture to see and give the, 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 the empathy of, of God, God's feelings about how many chances he has given has continued to give the Israelites in keeping his word. That there's many times from, from, from jump that the, our behavior made God so, got God so angry, he was ready to destroy us from the very beginning, talking about the Israelites, but that his eyes spared us. He had mercy on us. He did not wipe us off the face of the earth after sharing his secrets, his thoughts, his heart, his judgment, his opinions with the nation of Israel that we spent on that. Again, verse 17. Ezekiel 20, verse 17. Nevertheless, my eyes spared them from destroying them. Neither, neither did I make an end of them in the wilderness. Verse 18. But I said unto their children in the wilderness, walk ye not in the statutes of your fathers, neither observe their judgments, nor defile yourselves with their idols. That he said to, to the children of that, the, that, first, that generation that came, the, the adults that came out of Egypt, the Lord told the children of those adults, don't follow your family. Don't follow the statutes and the laws and the ways and, and, and the, the morals of your fathers. Don't observe their judgment, their opinions. Don't defile yourself with what they look up to and what they hold precious or sentimental. Don't do that. Verse 19, I am the Lord your God. Walk in my statutes and keep my judgments and do them. Not the way your parents raised you. Uh, coming out of Egypt, who, who, who had an affinity and a sentimental uh, attachment to what they've been through and what they learned in Egypt. And I'm trying to bring, I'm bringing y'all out of that. I'm trying to save y'all from that. But you, you, that they still want to hold on to what was precious and sentimental and, and, and good in Egypt. I'm saving you from that. Let that go. Walk in what I'm, getting, I'm teaching you. Verse 20. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 20. And hollow my Sabbaths. And they shall be a sign between me and you, that ye may know that I am the Lord your God. Verse 21, notwithstanding, the children rebelled against me. They walked not in my statutes, neither kept my judgments to do them. Which a man do, he shall live in them. This is your way of life. This ain't just, 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 just a... a, a uh, play acting. 
This ain't, this ain't for pretend, pretend. This got to become our way of life. God's laws, his statutes, his judgments. Which a man do, he shall live in them. They polluted my Sabbaths. Then I said, I would pour out my fury upon them to accomplish my anger against them in the wilderness. Nevertheless, verse 22, nevertheless, I withdrew mine hand and wrought for my name's sake that it should not be polluted in the sight of the heathen in whose sight I brought them forth. That the nation is going to look and see that they, they so wild. Look, God, even you can't deal with them. That are you really the most high? Are you really the, the all-powerful, the almighty, the, the, the omnipotent? Is that really, uh, should we really fear you? Verse 23, I lifted up my hand unto them also in the wilderness, that I would scatter them among the heathen and disperse them through the countries. So it was said to us, it was told to the Israelites, that if, if we keep up this behavior, it's going to get to the point where we're going to be scattered among the heathen, and we will be dispersed throughout the countries. Verse 24, he's going to tell us why. Because they had not executed my judgments, but had despised my statutes and polluted my Sabbaths, and their eyes were after their father's idols. Verse 25, wherefore, I gave them also statutes that were not good, and judgments whereby they should not live. And I polluted them in their own gifts, and that they caused to pass through the fire all that opened the womb, that I might make them desolate, to the end that I might know, that they might know that I am the Lord. So God said, y'all really want to do that? I'm going to let y'all do it then. Go ahead. Y'all want to be like the Egyptians, the Moabites, the Canaanites, the, the Philistines, the, the Ammonites, the Edomites, so white people, the Arabs, and to where they are literally sacrificing their children. They were killing their children. I'm going to let y'all do that then. From the very jump, from Genesis chapter 1, verse 26, God said, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth. And y'all are following the nations to, to want to be like the nations to where you're literally killing kids from, from, from abortions. To, to literally sacrificing and burning your kids up in, in idols. And then making sure you're teaching our kids to, to, to love and be and appreciate the cultures around us and not keep the culture that God was trying to establish or want us to establish. It's not let y'all do it there. Verse 27. Therefore, son of man, speak unto the house of Israel and say unto them, Thus saith the Lord God, yet in this your fathers have blasphemed me, and that they have committed a trespass against me. Verse 28. For when I had brought them into the land, for the which I lifted up mine hand to give it to them, they saw every high hill and all the thick trees, and they offered there their sacrifices, and there they presented, they presented the provocation of their fathers. There also they made their sweet savor and poured out uh, their drink offerings. That in the groves, in the trees, and in the promised land, that we got to worship in every agricultural God that, that the nations could ever come up with, and, 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 and not just obeying God, God's law, such commandments, that the Lord God 
would make you, uh, would bring the rain. The Lord God would would, 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 would bring the early and latter rain. The Lord God would, would bless our crops so that our, us, our kids, our kids' kids, our kids' kids' kids would be able to eat and be taken care of and be well. We was worshiping all the other agricultural gods in that land, all the sex gods in that land, all the, all the, the festivals and rituals and, 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 and uh, events of all the other nations that that this is going to be a better way or a more fun way, a more acceptable way to make sure that we keep, we keep our, our food, that we keep eating, that we keep riches, we keep lux, uh, uh, luxury, that we keep having a good time. And we're not going to do things the way God wants us to do things. Oh, but then we're going to, you know, on the side, yeah, we might do a Passover every once in a while. We might do um, uh, a piece of fresh fruits every once in a while. But for the most part, we're going to live for ourselves and do the things that we like as we see the other nations doing things. Verse 29. Then I stand unto them, what is the high place whereunto ye go? And the name thereof is called Bama unto this day, which means beast. Wherefore, stand to the house of Israel. Thus said the Lord God, are you polluted after the manner of your fathers? And commit ye whoredom after their abominations. Think about what a whoredom. If God is married to the nation of Israel and the nation of Israel continues to go after other gods and not honoring our God or our husband, then guess what that makes us? A whore. We're laying down and accepting the, the ways, the, the, we're worshiping and servicing the gods and the cultures and the ways of other nations. That makes the children of Israel, that makes us whores in the eyes of God. We're not staying true to who our husband's supposed to be, the Lord God, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and his laws, his statutes, his commandments. We keep wanting to, we want to be the side chick to God, but we want to go ahead and, and be with all the other nations and participate in, 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 in all their, their rituals and all their, their culture. We want to be Americans. We want to live the American way of life here in these modern times. But we was doing the same type of behavior even back then. Verse 31. For when you offer your gifts, when you make your sons to pass through the fire, you pollute yourselves with your idols, even unto this day. And shall I be inquired of by you, O house of Israel? As I live, saith the Lord God, I will not be inquired of by you. Y'all, that we want to do things that, that the, uh, the nations find special, like if it if it was today, from Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, birthdays, that this is the, the, the way of the people of the world today, um, uh, Friday night parties, um, uh, defining, the actual, defining the actual Sabbath. We want to go and, and worship on Sundays, which is the wrong day uh, of the week, um, and being like the other nations, uh, where, where, again, this LGBTQ uh, movement that's going on, this feminist movement that's going on, um, the the effeminizing of, of 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 men that's going on, that we want to partake in these things because it, it's a way to get rich, it's a way to prosper, it's a way to to have uh, to uh, to yolo, to live your best life. Instead of wanting to do things the way God wants things done, as if God didn't want us to have a long life, as if God didn't want us to have. Um, the joy and pleasure of, of his creation. But we have this thing that we just don't want to do it God's way. 
We got Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Verse 32. And then he's saying, so now we, we, we keep showing this, and now we're going to come to him like, like now we, we, we've been whores, we've been adulter- adulteresses, we've loved the ways of the world, like, like James said before, verse 4, ye adulterers and the adulterer says, know ye not that the friendship of the world is enmity against God. Anybody that will be a friend of the world is the enemy of God. We want to be accepted by the world and what the world says and the standards that the world gives. But then we want to come back and, and now, like, ask God that, that after we get abused, after we get, you know, our, our kids, our, 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 our women, our, you know, our men are being killed in the streets from, 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 um, from, from violence, from, from police, from, from uh, diseases, from just, just what have you. And, but we want to keep worshiping and doing things the way the nations do things. And we want to come to God like, God, why don't you help? God, why aren't you there? God, why you let this happen? And we carry this mentality like God hasn't told us from the time of Egypt up until now, follow my ways. I'll protect you. I will be your God. But we keep choosing to want to be like the other nations and follow the cultures and the standards and the ways and the thinking of the other nations and then we want to come back now and, and, and like, because now we, we bend the knee, then now all of a sudden God's supposed to just be there at our beck and call. Remember this, y'all. Holding Ezekiel. Let's hold Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 31. And let's get real quick Proverbs chapter 28, verse 9. Let's get Proverbs chapter 28, verse 9. And it says, He that turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. We can't pray to God. We can't be trying to live the standards of, of this world and live and try to live the American lifestyle and really kind of love and like the American lifestyle and, and look up to the idols that America presents to us. Um, I'm saying America only because we're here in, in, in the Western Hemisphere right now. Um, and and, and want to participate and partake in the privileges and the ways and, and, uh, that America presents. And then when, when, we, when things happen to us, now we want to turn to God in prayer, like now God's supposed to be there. And then we think that we're justified that we can say that I prayed to God at one time and, and, and God didn't hear my prayer, and my mom died, my, my child died, this happened, that happened, and God wasn't there. We can't, that, that's not fair. We can't do that. We can't do that. We can't turn our, our ear from the law, that we ignore how God, the, the, the warnings of God, we ignore how God wants things done. We ignore that so we can follow our idols and the things that our parents and, and grandparents and families find sentimental that we hold on to those things, and, but when it comes to doing things the way God wants things done, we don't hold on to it. Then when things happen, obviously we come running to him, and now because we ran to him and praying to him, then now he's just supposed to listen? That's not how this works. Come back now to Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 32. Come back now to Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 32. It says, and that, and that which coming into your mind, I love this scripture, and that which coming into your mind should not be at all, that you say, we will be as the heathen. 
as the fabulous of the countries to serve with install. That's not going to happen. That is not going to happen. But again, going over some of this history of the Israelites. All right. From there, let's get um, Ezekiel chapter 23 and verse 2 and 3. Whoa. Ah. Ah. Ezekiel chapter 23, I'm sorry, verse 1. The word of the Lord came again unto me, saying, Son of man, there were two women, the daughters of one mother, and they committed whoredoms in Egypt. They committed whoredoms in their youth. There were their breasts pressed, and there they bruised the teats of their virginity. And the names of them were uh, Ahola, the elder, and uh, Aholibah, her sister, and they were mine. And they bare sons and daughters. Thus were their names. Thus were their names. Samaria is Ahola, and Jerusalem is Aholibah. Talking about when, when the nation, this is just how the Lord keeps viewing us as Israelites, that this is how we keep presenting ourselves to him. That, that we, we, we keep hoeing ourselves out. We keep prostituting ourselves out to the other nations to want to accept and be accepted by their culture, by their standards, by their morals. That we want to keep holding on to what our parents, our grandparents, our great-grandparents the family traditions, um, the, the sentimental things of, of the family. We want to keep holding on to those things, but we will not grasp hold on to what God wants. But we want to hold both. We want to hold on to both. And in the eyes of God, it, that, that's that's wrong. All right? Huh. I can't read any more of this chapter, y'all. I can't read more of the other, other chapter. Not, not in this class right now. Let's go to Second Kings chapter seventeen, verse fifteen. That's verse thirteen. Let's go to Second Kings chapter seventeen, verse thirteen. What I want us to kind of see right now, and what I want the, the direction I'm, I'm, we're going to go into right now is how many times the Lord God tried to warn the Israelites. From, from from the several captivities that we went through from the book of Judges throughout the the, the, the Old Testament, how many warnings did Lot did the Father give? How many consequences would he levy upon us? And each, each each consequence had to get worse and worse and worse and worse for the Israelites to get right. And then he kept saving us. I, I don't want to. I'm not going to lose the point. And then he kept saving us in his mercy and his long suffering. He kept saving us. He kept delivering us. In Second Kings chapter seventeen verse thirteen. Second Kings chapter seventeen verse thirteen. Yet the Lord testified against Israel and against Judah by all the prophets and by all the seers, 
saying, turn ye from your evil ways and keep my commandments and my statutes according to all the law which I commanded, commanded your fathers and which I sent to you by my servants, the prophets. Throughout the history of the Israelites, the Lord, all the prophets were warning the Israelites to turn from our evil ways and to keep God's commandments, keep God's statutes, keep God's judgments. Judge things the same way God judges things. If God says it's wicked, then we got to judge it the same way. If God says it's off, it's not right, we're supposed to, and that's God's judgment, we're supposed to judge things the exact same way. Again, not giving this excuse that, oh, those are biblical times. That was back then. That we're living in these times now, and times are different. Things have changed. Where has God changed? Where has God changed? We know God don't change. But he's always, he sent all his servants to prophets to tell Israel, keep the commandments, get back right. When we come back and, and consider this, um, and come back now and see how, how brothers be, be aggressively street teaching, how brothers be aggressively bringing up the word of God. It, 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 we really don't understand how many times God has, has given and shown mercy and salvation to the Israelites. How many times that, that, that he, he's reset the relationship between, between us and him to give us another chance. We keep ignoring that, and that now that he's coming back now and coming with some fury and some anger and, 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 and God's feelings, we want to take this victim mentality like, why, why are you talking to me that way, God? God, you realize that, that, that you, you, win more, you, you win more people with honey than you will with, 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 with vinegar. We really don't understand how to follow what he what what he's the 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 the, the levels that he's extended of patience. We really don't understand the levels of of, of of forgiveness that he has tapped into. Again, going back to the the world famous John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. That for him to give his only begotten son, to torture Christ the way he tortured Christ, to give the Israelites yet the, the, this last chance, that's a lot of love. That's a lot of love. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 7. Let's go to Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 1. We're going to read this whole chapter 2. I'm going to read it kind of fast, y'all. I'm going to read it kind of fast. Jeremiah chapter 7, starting verse 1. And yes, there's evil in the land again. Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 1. The word of the Lord that came to Jeremiah from the Lord, saying, Stand in the gate of the Lord's house, and proclaim there this word, and say, Hear the word of the Lord, all ye of Judah, that enter in at the gates to worship the Lord. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your doings, and I will cause you to dwell in this place. Change what you're doing. 
This is why we were still in the land. This is before, this is after the, 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 the Northern Kingdom had been kicked out of the Promised Land and, and were dispersed. The majority of them come over here to the Americas were being just kicked out the land. The, the understand we were, the, Israel, the Northern Kingdom was about kicked out of the land of Israel because of our repeated whoredoms against God. And our God has given the, 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 the Southern Kingdom of Judah, those Israelites that were still in the land, Trying to give him another warning. Get right. This is why we were in our, the promised land. Verse 3, Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 3. Thus says the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel, amend your ways and your doings. And I will cause you to dwell in this place. Trust ye not in lying words, saying, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord of these. Meaning, don't trust that just because the temple is here, the sanctuary is here, that this is going to save you, that we keep doing the negative, the wickedness, the, the iniquities that, that we were caught up into. But this, this belief that because, well, because the temple is here, that we can, we can keep doing what we're doing and, and uh, all the oxen free, that, 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 we, that nothing's going to happen to us. She said, don't trust in that. Don't trust in nothing like that. Because the sanctuary is here, I won't get y'all. Do not trust in that. Don't think that the, the Northern Kingdom got pushed out because the temple ain't there. So that's why they're, they're gone. But because we're here close to the temple, we're around the temple uh, that, that Solomon built, that that's going to save us. That we can still keep tripping. We can still keep committing whoredoms. We can still not obey God the way he, he wants to be obeyed. And because the temple is here, the actual building is here, that's going to save us. He said, don't, don't, don't let that come in your mind. Verse 5. For if ye thoroughly amend your ways and your doings. Did y'all catch that word? Thoroughly? Thoroughly? Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 5. For if ye thoroughly amend your ways and your doings, if ye thoroughly execute judgment between a man and his neighbor, if ye oppress not the stranger, the fatherless, and the widow, and shed not innocent blood in this place, Neither walk after other gods to, to your hurt. Then will I cause you to dwell in this place, in the land that I gave to your fathers forever and ever. <sighs> Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 8. Behold, you trust in lying words that cannot profit. Will you still murder and commit adultery and swear falsely and burn incense unto Baal and walk after other gods whom ye, whom ye knew not? And come and stand before me in this house, which is called by my name, and say, we are delivered to do all these abominations. And God's saving us, God's protecting us, so we can keep doing all this negative. So I can live this life. God is really asking, do you really think that this is what this is about? Just like what the, the, the false sense of Christianity gives. And it's false Christianity because you just say the name Jesus Christ, you can still keep living and doing the things that you like? That now, because of this false Christianity, we can call the name of Jesus but still keep doing the things that God hates because Christ died for our sins? 
So because I like eating pork, I can still keep eating pork. Because I, I like uh, 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 going to church because I like the songs they sing. So I can still keep going to church. I can still keep doing I can still do the birthdays. I still keep doing the the, the, uh, the Valentine's Days. I still keep doing and living the ways of the nations. But because I just called out the name of Jesus, that now Jesus gave me, has covered me, so I can do what I want to do, and now God's okay with it. We, we brothers and sisters, we there's not enough studying going on. There's not enough reading going on. There's not really understanding about the history of the Israelites. Absolutely zilch, nada, yet nothing. Jeremiah chapter seven verse eleven. Is this house, which is called by my name, become a den of robbers in your eyes? Remember how Christ overthrew the temple. Christ went to the, remember when, he, when Christ went to the temple and overthrew. The, he first he made a whip. He hand stitched an actual whip and went and started whipping and beating people in the temple and turning over their tables, saying, have you made my father's house a house of thieves? That you really think it's just about what you can gain and what you, what you can profit and what you can get and prosper in? Do you think that this is what this is about? Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 11. Is this house, which is called by my name, become a den of, thieves, of robbers in your eyes? Behold, even I have seen it, saith the Lord. But ye go, but ye go now unto my place, which was in, in Shiloh, where I set my name at the first, and see what I did uh, to it for the wickedness of my people Israel. He said, "If y'all think that this, that, that I'm, I'm cool with this, y'all don't know me. If I'm putting it like today's terms, y'all need to ask about me. Y'all remember Shiloh is where." The most I first put his name when he brought the children of Israel, and we had the tabernacle, we, and and that's where the tabernacle was at was in Shiloh. The Lord is saying to the men of Israel, uh, the Israelites at this time, the, the house of Judah at this time, y'all are really trusting them because the temple is still here that I won't kick y'all's ass. Y'all forget what my, I first put my name in the temple, the tabernacle in Shiloh. And look what happened to Shiloh because of what Israel, the northern kingdom, was doing. And y'all thinking that y'all are safe, that y'all can keep doing what y'all are doing, and I'm not going to get y'all? From all the captivities that you've already been in, and you keep doing this wickedness, you think that I'm really, that I'm going to be, let it, let it go? Y'all forget what I just did to the, to, to the house of Israel and giving them into, into the Assyrians and kicked them up out this house, kicked them up out my land. Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 13. And now, because you have, because you've done all these works, said the Lord, and I speak unto you, rising up early and speaking, but you heard not. And I called you, but you answered not. Then the Lord's been sending his, his servants and prophets, trying to warn us, trying to tell us, trying to get us right, trying to let it be known, hey, dad, dad's getting upset. Big Papa's getting upset. We better get it right. We better stop doing this. Better straighten up. Better get, get things right. I'm, uh, he's coming. But we answered not. 
We heard, we ignored. We kept on, kept on right about our own business. Kept doing whatever, whatever we found interesting to ourselves. I'm not listening to that. He ain't gonna do nothing. He been telling us for a long. He gonna do this. He gonna do that. He ain't gonna do nothing. Jeremiah chapter seven verse fourteen. Therefore, what I do unto this house, which is called by my name, wherein ye trust, and unto the place which I gave to you and to your fathers, as I've done to Shiloh. And I will cast you out of my sight, as I have cast out all your brethren, even the whole seed of Ephraim. Therefore, pray, pray not for this people, neither let them cry, nor prayer for them. Neither make intercession to me, for I will not hear you. Seest thou not what they do in the cities of Judah and the streets of Jerusalem? The children gather wood, and the fathers kindle a fire, the fire, and the women knead their dough and make cakes to the queen of heaven. Has anybody ever considered... Again, going back to why for, for, for that, I mean, every celebration that we have is a cake made and there's a candle put on it. That flame, that light is put on these cakes, whether it's the birthday cake, an anniversary, um, Christmas. Well, there's always got to be some type of cake and a candle that gets lit. And what is God talking about right here? The children gather wood, and the fathers uh, kindle the fire, and the women need their dough to make cakes to the queen of heaven and to pour out drink offerings. And why are all the celebrations we go to about getting drunk, getting plastered, having a good time? And for our drink offerings, unto other gods that they may provoke me to anger that all the celebrating all the type of stuff is pissing God off Jeremiah chapter 7 verse 19 do they do they provoke me to anger says the Lord do they not provoke themselves to the confusion of their own faces you got your own kids confused about what's right and what's wrong The parents, we confuse our own children about what's right and what's wrong. Should, should you wear pants, not wear pants? Should you wear makeup, not wear makeup? Should, should you do this, do that? Um, um, uh, be accepted by what the world is talking about. The parents confuse the kids. Provoking the kids to anger. Verse 20, Jeremiah chapter 7, verse 20. Therefore, thus saith the Lord God, behold, mine anger, and my fury shall be poured out upon this place, upon man, and upon beast, and upon the trees of the field, and upon the fruit of the ground. And it shall burn, and shall not be quenched. Verse 21. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, the God of Israel. Put your burnt offerings unto your sacrifices, and eat flesh. You do, this God say, you do you, boo. Verse 22, for I spake not unto your fathers, 
nor commanded them in the days that I brought them out of the land of Egypt concerning burnt offerings or sacrifices. But this thing commanded I them, saying, Obey my voice. That, that we think we're bringing something special to God that we find sentimental, that we find special, that we find cute, that we find um, uh, lovely. We want to present this to God. That's what God told, told uh, Samuel until Saul what? Um, to obey is better than sacrifice. Say, yeah, God, I bought this for you. I didn't ask for that. That, you, that we keep wanting to bring to God what we find special and what we like and not just obeying God. And when God has the same warm, fuzzy feeling and when God has the same, the same uh, 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 you know, tear-jerking moment, and what we offer to him because it's special to us. It's like we, we totally don't, that there is no Genesis, the fourth chapter, that Cain can't bring the wrong sacrifice that wasn't accepted by God. Like that, that whole chapter, it just, it just erased. It's, it was never written. But we keep wanting to bring what we like and what we want and what we find acceptable and, that just, and just not obeying God. We want to keep finding substitutes. God, I know you asked for this, but I'm going to do this. God, I know you said this, but I want to bring this. Oh, I thought you might like this, God. See how pretty it is? Yeah, God, I thought you, you know, kind of think like me because, you know, we have the same mind, that you would appreciate the colors and you appreciate um, uh, all the hard work that I put into this. No, I didn't, I didn't partake particularly like part, part, like per se, per se, uh, obey what you say, uh, obey your word. But I brought something, Jeremiah chapter seven verse twenty three. But this thing commanded I them, saying, "Obey my voice, and I will be your God, and ye shall be my people, and walk ye in all the ways that I have commanded you, that I may be that it may be well unto you." Jeremiah 7, verse 24, but they hearkened not, nor inclined their ear, but walked in the counsels and in the imaginations of their evil heart, and went backward and not forward. Verse 25, since the day that, that your fathers came forth out of the land of Egypt until this day, I have even sent unto you all my servants, the prophets, daily rising up early and sending them. Yet they hearkened not unto me, nor inclined their ear, but hardened their neck. They did worse than their fathers. Verse 27. Therefore, therefore thou shalt speak all these words unto them. But they will not hearken unto thee. Thou shalt also call, call unto them, but they will not answer thee. Verse 28, but thou shalt say unto them, this is a nation that obeyeth not the voice of the Lord their God, nor receiveth correction. Truth is perished and is cut off from their mouth. That again,
And again, it's not like the Most High did not keep warning the Israelites. It's not like the Most High didn't keep warning and sending prophets to warn the Israelites for us to turn from our ways. Uh, we read earlier, 2 Kings 7, 17, verse 17. Now we're going to read 17, or 17, verse, let me get it again. We read 2 Kings 7, 17, verse 13. Now we're going to jump down to 2 Kings 7, 17, verse 23 now. Now we're going back to 2 Kings 7, 17, verse 23. So now 2 Kings 7, 17, verse 23. Until the Lord removed Israel out of his sight, as he had said by all his servants, the prophets. So was Israel carried away? Oh, Okay. Am I ready to go here yet? Before I go there, let, let don't don't go there yet, y'all. Let's go to the Vegas chapter twenty six and verse fourteen. I might have to pull this up. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna go here. Before we go to Second Kings, uh, before we go back to Second Kings seventeen twenty three, let's not go there. You can erase that in your notes right now. Let's go to Leviticus, Leviticus seven twenty six. Leviticus seven twenty six. And keep me in, in the topic, and I'm, I'm trying to be aware of my time and everything, trying, trying to squeeze all, some of this in. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 26, we'll start verse 14. Again, now, the Lord said he, he, he's been sending his servants, the prophets, to tell Israel, to warn Israel, to, 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 to warn Israel. I, I want to go back and get some more of these warnings, but... We're getting to the point in history now. The reason I didn't want to read Second Kings chapter seventeen, because that's that's referring or Second Kings chapter seventeen verse twenty three, because that's going to take us into the Assyrian captivity. And I want, I'm trying to still get a build up to the point where we get to the Assyrian captivity. I'm hoping that from the the the, the, the series and the shows that we've done before this, um, that you can go back to uh, iHeartRadio uh, uh, podcast, um, to the uh, Apple iTunes podcast to uh, Google Podcasts, to Podcast Addicts, or uh, to www.blogtalkradio.com slash Mashaba, M-A-S-H-A-H-B-A. To go back over to some of this this, this series that that is building up to this point here, that we've been in many captivities, that the the servants, the prophets, kept warning the Israelites, and through many captivities that the Israelites went through, the one thing that was particular about those captivities is that we still remain in the land of Israel, that we were still being oppressed in the land of Israel, that, it, that there was, a, again, a buildup of the Lord warning the nation of Israel, if we keep this up, he's going to have to increase his affliction. He's going to increase the consequences. It's going to get worse. And I just want to go back and now let's re-examine some of those things, and, and, and hopefully I'm keeping it in perspective for everybody to be able to follow, follow along. All right, so now we're in Leviticus chapter 26, and we're coming back to Moses, all right, and, and, and give us, giving the Israelites some of the first warnings that if we don't listen, how the Father is going to have to increase 
the punishment to the Israelites. All right? So now we're in Leviticus, Leviticus 7, 26. I'm going, I'm going to read verse 14. Leviticus 7, 26 and verse 14. And what we're dealing with is punishments for disobedience to the Israelites. All right? So Leviticus 7, 26, verse 14. But if you will not hearken unto me, and when I do all these commandments, verse 15, and if ye shall despise my statutes, or if your soul abhor my judgments, so that ye will not do all my commandments, but that ye break my covenant, verse 16, I will also do this unto you. I will even appoint over you terror, consumption, and the burning ague. That shall consume the eyes and cause sorrow of heart. And ye shall sow your seed in vain, uh, for your enemies shall eat it. This was going to be, while we were still in the land, this is going to be one of the consequences of the Lord trying to get us, get us on track with his mindset and keeping this covenant and keeping this marriage. Then now this, that, this is going to be the first set of consequences. And I will, uh, verse 17, and I will set my face against you, and ye shall be slain before your enemies. They that hate you shall reign over you, and ye shall flee when none, when, when none pursueth you. And if you will, if you will not, if you will not yet for all this hearken unto me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. That as we go through this chapter, brothers and sisters, if you've never read it before, I hope I'm bringing it, bringing it out in, 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 in the context that can be grasped. It might not be agreed with, but it can be grasped how the Lord, he didn't just all of a sudden just do away with Israel and, and just, just throw us in captivity here to the Americas, what have you. That, this, that we kept doing things against God and provoking God and poking the bear to, to get to the point where we were in captivity in, the, in our homeland many times. We were oppressed many times while in the homeland. That, but because we kept refusing to want to do it his way, he had to increase the punishment. He had to increase the punishment. Verse 18. Uh, one more time. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 18. And if you will not yet for all this, hearken unto me, then I will punish you seven times more for your sins. And I will break the pride of your power. Verse 19. I will break the pride of your power. And I will make your your heaven as iron and your earth as brass. God, I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, I got to increase my punishment towards, towards the Israelites to break your pride. That whatever it is that you're holding on to, that's telling you that it's okay for you to do things your way, that it's okay for you to, to keep going by your imagination and what you think and 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 what pleases you. That won't let you. That that's got you in this thing where you we're not going to listen to God. We're not going to do things his way. Verse 19, Leviticus chapter 26, verse 19. And I will break the pride of your power. Whatever it is that, that's given us power, you know, whatever idol that we're looking up to, whatever, whatever image or whatever person or whatever, whatever thing that we keep looking up to, that, I, that we get to think I'm going to not be broken. Uh, I'm going to keep following my dreams because this person said that, because I want to be like this person, I want to be like that person. And they, they give me the power to believe in myself, give me the power that I can do what I want to do, that I can be free, that I'm not going to live in a box, that I'm not going to be, uh, follow nobody's rules. 
I'm going to march to the beat of my own drum. I'm going to do things my own way. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 19. I will break the pride of your power. Whatever is giving y'all power to think y'all can keep doing it your way, I'm going to break that. How? I will make your heaven as iron and your earth as brass. I will put you between a rock and a hard place. I'm going to make your life miserable. This is what God is saying to the Israelites. But this is, this is a result of here. He punished us one, one degree of punishment we already went through, but that didn't, that didn't break our power. That didn't break our pride. That didn't break our pride. So now this, this is the, the, where he's having to step up what he's going to have to do to us to finally break our pride, to finally get us to do things the right way. He's having to step this up in increments according to how we keep behaving with him. And this is the history of Israel. This is what we've, we've already been through this. Verse 20. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 20. And your strength shall be spent in vain. And everything you put your energy into, your love, your passion, your, 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 uh, 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 what you find dear. He says, and now remember, brothers and sisters, this is why we were in the promised land. This is not, we, we ain't got to him kicking us out of the land and coming here to the Americas. We're not even there yet. All this was going on while we were still in the promised land. And your strength shall be spent in vain. And your, and your, your, your land shall not yield her increase. Neither shall the trees of the land yield their fruits. This was in the promised land. This is while we were still in the promised land. He had already been increasing the punishments towards us, even while still in the promised land. Because uh, the, these punishments weren't registering. You know, you have a child, and, and from a toddler, or, uh, especially from a toddler, from an infant to a toddler, uh, it, it's enough for you to, to just to redirect a, a toddler um, to where they, they want to play with the, 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 the electrical socket, and you can redirect them, but then they keep wanting to keep playing with the electrical socket, and then uh, um, you just just redirecting them and trying to get their attention on something else. That ain't working because they keep wanting to go back to, to playing with the electrical socket, and then finally, in your voice, you got to like kind of that verbal judo, if you will. No! You kind of got to wake them up and startle them. Um, and it might cause some tears. It might cause, um, uh, it, it's going to cause tears, let's be honest. It's going to cause some tears. But it gets to a point where you, you're, you're trying to redirect them from something that's going to hurt them. You're trying to redirect them, but they still are helping or wanting to do that thing that they want to do. And then your voice, just saying no, ain't enough. And then it gets to a point where you might have to, have to, to, to smack their hand. You, then you got to start warning them about, you want to pop out? You want Inash, which was an ancient Hebrew word for punishment. Then keep playing with that. Or keep going over there and messing with that, and now it's going to have to get worse. It's going to get more severe. Then it gets to a point where, all right, cool. You want Inash? You want to pop out? Okay, you know what? You need to time out. You need to time out. 
uh, you need to go stand some time, uh, spend some time in the corner until you get your head right. You need to go uh, uh, sit on the stairs. You need to go in the other room. You need to, uh, you need to be away from your toys, from, from everything else. And so you really think about what, you, what it is you really want to do. And are you really, are you, do you really want to deal with these consequences? But the, what I'm trying to paint is there, 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 there's an, increasement, uh, an, an increase in how you have to deal with that person, that child. And as they keep growing, that as they keep showing that, that stubbornness and that rebellion, you have to step up the discipline. We have to step up the consequences. And then it goes from when you have to, uh, uh, you're trying to redirect, you're trying to use the, nerd, the words no, um, uh, the groundings, the uh, standing in the corners, to where then you got to get a, you have to get a belt. That just a tap on the hand doesn't work no more. A, a tap on the rump don't work no more. You got to get a belt. And then with the belt, it, it gets to a point where even that stops working. So now you got to start taking away. You got to start taking away phones. You got to start taking away uh, uh, outside time. You got to start taking away uh, free time, uh, TV time, um, internet time. You have to keep increasing what you're doing to try and break the pride in this per- in this child. Because they're just that stubborn. Well, take that same scenario and put that now on, on, the, on the nation of Israel. Take that same scenario and, and, and just map that, put that, lay that directly on Israel's relationship with the Lord God. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 20. Um, no, verse 21. Verse 21. And if you, and if you walk contrary unto me, and when I hearken unto me, I will bring seven times more plagues upon you according to your sins. That now we're walking contrary. I'm just going to be opposite. I know, I know, we know what God wants, but we're just going to be opposite. And we're just not going to listen. Huh? I didn't know. I didn't hear. I forgot. Oh, you were talking to me? Oh, I thought you meant for just that time. Because I, I was thinking about what I wanted to do. So God's saying what? I'm going to bring sometimes more plagues upon you according to your sins. And I will send, uh, uh, I'm going to down verse 23. And if you will not be re- re- reformed by, let me just keep reading, verse 20, 22. I will also send wild beasts among you, which shall rob you of your children and destroy your cattle and make you few in number and your highways shall be desolate. All this was going on while we were in the promised land, y'all. All this was still happening while we were in the promised land. These were the, 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 where God was having increased the punishment while we were still in the promised land. Verse 23, and if you will not be reformed by me, by these things, but will walk contrary unto me, verse 24, then will I also walk contrary unto you, and I will punish you yet seven times more for your sins. I got, I got to increase it even seven times more. So it's, it, it's let me see here. I'm going to go a little bit over the time today, I can tell. Um, one, two, three. He's already had to increase it seven times more 
three times already to try and get it through our thick heads, try and get through our thick skulls, get right. I'm always going to see the enemies against you. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that to you while you're still in the land. Get right. I'm having to increase the punishment because we won't get it through our thick skulls. You know, I guess that a numb skull, thick, thick-headed, just stubborn. Leviticus 7, 26, verse 23. And if you will not be reformed by me, by these things, but will walk contrary unto me, then I will also walk contrary unto you. I will punish you yet seven times for your sins. You see, I, I just pay attention to how many times the Lord says, I got, I'm going to increase it seven times more. I'm going to increase it seven times more. I'm going to increase it seven times more because of the sins of the Israelites. Verse 25. And I will bring a sword upon you that shall avenge the quarrel of my covenant. All this arguing back and forth about y'all going to follow me, not follow me, that, that. He said, I'm going to avenge this quarrel. And when you be gathered together within your cities, I will send the, the pestilence among you. And you shall be, de- be delivered into the hand of the enemy. Captivities. While we were in our cities, we're going to be given to our enemies. Our enemies are going to be over us. He's telling us this. And we can go back and see where these things did happen to the Israelites. Verse 26. And when I have broken the staff of your bread, ten women shall bake your bread in one oven. That I won't send a famine to where y'all, where y'all have been so want to be independent-minded and want to just be on your own and, and do your own thing and not have to answer to nobody. And you just want to live on your land in your house and have your property and just have a, a place of your own. So when I, when I, it's going to get to the point now. It's going to have to be 10 women making bread in one oven. That in order for you to feed your family, y'all going to have to come together. That that, that luxury that you're, that, that you're looking for, that it, it's, this is your land, it's your house, it's, your, it's, it's yours, you can do it as you want because it's mine. He said, I'm going to get to a point where I'm going to break that. And now 10 women are going to have to make bread in one oven. And they shall deliver you your bread again by weight. Now it's going to be rationed out because it's got to be enough for everybody. And you shall eat and not be satisfied. Verse 27. And if you will not for all this hearken unto me, but walk contrary unto me, verse 28, then I will walk contrary unto you also in fury. And I, even I, will chastise you seven times for your sins. And you shall eat the and you shall eat the flesh of your sons, and the flesh of your daughters shall you eat. And I will destroy your high places, and cut down your images, and cast your carcasses upon the carcasses of your idols. And my soul shall abhor you, and I will make your cities waste, and bring your sanctuaries unto desolation. And I will not smell the savor of your sweet odors. Are y'all, I, I want y'all to, to pick up. We're still in our cities, in the land of Israel. Yeah, all these punishments was happening to the Israelites while we were still in our cities. Verse 32, and I will bring the land into desolation, and the enemies which dwell therein shall be astonished at it. 
I wanted to get that right there. All right, let me let me let me catch my notes, and I'm seeing what this, what time it is. Yeah, we're here. All right, verse 32. Leviticus chapter 26, verse 32. And I will bring the land into uh, I will bring the land into desolation. And your enemies which dwell therein shall be astonished at it. Verse 20, verse 33. And I will scatter you among the heathen, and will draw the sword after you, and your land shall be desolate and your cities waste. So and, and the Lord having to step up the increments to the punishment of the Israelites is going to go now from us being in our cities and we're suffering these things while we're in our cities that now, here in verse 33, and I will scatter you among the heathen and will draw out the sword after you. I'm going to, we're going to be among the heathen and he'll draw out the sword after us. And your land shall be desolate and your cities waste. Verse 34. So the land enjoy her Sabbath. As long as I live, say, as long as it lies desolate, and ye be in your enemy's land, even then shall the land rest and enjoy her Sabbath. As long as it lies desolate, it shall rest, because it did not rest in your Sabbath when you dwelt upon it. Yeah, part of the Lord having to increase this punishment uh, to us, it was going to get to the point where we finally had to be kicked out of our land. Now, remember, as I get ready to end this class, remember, we were, the Israelites were in captivity under uh, uh, King Koshan of Mesopotamia, eight years, but we were still in the land. That's Judges chapter 9. Judges chapter 3, verse 9 and 10. We were delivered by Othanel. Um, we were in captivity under Eglon uh, of the Moabites, 18-year captivity. We were in captivity under uh, the Canaanites, under Javan of the Canaanites for a 20-year captivity. We were in uh, captivity under the Midianites for a 7-year captivity. We were in captivity under the Ammonites for 18-year captivity. We were in captivity under the Philistines, another, again, for another 40-year captivity that all these things that we have been in captivity many times while we were still in the land of Israel. But from Leviticus chapter 20, it was prophesied to us from Leviticus, the time of Leviticus, from the time before we came to the promised land, God already warned the Israelites that these things were going to happen. And it was going to get to the point where we were going to be kicked out of our land and, and put in slavery outside of our land. So now the land could now rest because now we're going to finally be kicked out of the land. And brothers and sisters, that's going to bring us to the Assyrian captivity. Which is not going to lead us to the Babylonian captivity, then to the Persian and Median captivity, to the Greek captivity, to the captivity, and here to the Americas. Yeah, all this is a result of the Lord having increased the punishment to the Israelites seven times more because of our sins while we were in the promised land and, to, and finally to the point where, and it's going to be my summer point, finally to the point that we were going to have to finally be kicked up out of our land. All right? So I'm going to end with that right there.
I am in it with that right there. Yeah, this is a good place to stop. This is a good place to stop. Do this. Let me do this. Just, just so I can, I can make a bookmark at where I'm at. So that when I pick this up on Monday, we can resume. All right, so with that, brothers and sisters, I, I can take care of this. Um, thank you, everybody, for tuning in, uh, whether you cut the live show or you might cut one of the archive shows. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, please don't forget to please check out uh, ISBHPK um, you know, YouTube channels, whether it's ISBHPK uh, Houston, um, uh, Norfolk, or ISBHPK uh, Rochester, um, ISBHPK uh, San Antonio. Uh, please check it out. Uh, any uh, Hebrew Israelite uh, teach you that you can get your hands on. Uh, uh, please check them out. We ask for your support here with ISBHPK as we, you know, as we're trying to do our job and bring our break to 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 the to the fold to the work and trying to wake up Israel and for the Israelites for us to repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. That it is time for us to repent. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. All right. Um, again, so my name is Mashaba. Thank you. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, and tune in tomorrow night. So now, so please tune in tomorrow night uh, and catch a uh, uh, Bonabad uh, uh, Bible breakdowns uh, tomorrow, starting at seven seven p.m. Uh, Central Standard Time or Texas time. So with that, my name is Rashaba. Thank you for enduring and be patient with me during the, during this class. I'm gonna say shalom. With the Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.